Hello, everybody. You found us, the Keeping It Real podcast. Here we are. This is us. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where every week we're going to cover new events from the news, sort of in our own perspective, which Ooh, hopefully, hopefully you haven't heard that before. So if that's sort of the thing you're looking for, then you found us. You're in the right place. Each week, for each episode, we're going to bring the facts surrounding topics with none of that biased nonsense, foolery, bullcrap, whatever you want to call it. It's hosted by your boy Keems. And me, Cass. Every Monday at 8 a.m., there will be a new episode magically appearing on all your streaming platforms shows up there shows no one knows up. how Boom. it happens so these platforms include spotify google and apple Podcasts, all the big ones all right let's get into this week's episode do it enjoy, enjoy. we're back episode 12 we have an imposter here imposter just kidding Cass changed your hair <laughs> on us she yeah. got a big hairdo change yeah so if you're um, watching it on the tubes then you'll know, <laughs> then you'll know. um so we put on our instagram a whole bunch of different polls and things asking about this week's topic. We did a big topic elimination sort of thing, as well as gave you guys sort of a taste of some of the topics you're going to see later down the line, because those are all topics that we pulled out of our topic idea book. So those are all actual topics that we will cover at some point. These are just the ones you voted. So, mm-hmm. and they voted in this week. Parents. Yeah. Strict parents versus chill parents, I guess, yeah. kind of thing. Um, because one of us was raised one way and one was the other. Can you take a wild guess? Yeah. <laughs> which was which? <laughs> Cass, what was your childhood like? I forget. <laughs> I blocked it all out. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, we got you guys to vote and you guys voted for the chill parents and strict parents. Yeah. So, we are talking about our childhoods with that, which is... <laughs> we've talked about it a couple of times, just like yeah. very little stories to do with it, but not so much like in depth the actual like differences i guess in a sense um one of the things i i find very interesting is when did you go to your first party like never <laughs> like <laughs> i've never been to like an actual like big party i've been to like like house parties friends hanging out in a basement like yeah. i don't know if you can call that a party but okay yeah see so that's there's a little glimpse as to the difference in <laughs> in like upbrings i guess in a sense for freedoms i suppose mm-hmm. um so the, one of the things i want to kind of like ask i guess because that was just kind of a taster so we can get so people have an idea of what what we had to go ahead uh I, my first party i was in grade nine but mm-hmm. um mine i guess if you're counting the house parties was uh like the year after high school East case so yeah so yeah grade like 13 i never went to one in high yeah one after okay yeah huh Okay, so why do you, why do you think that was? Do you like, why do you think the difference is? Because we've talked about off camera, we've talked about before how we might think a little bit that it's my mom gave respect and made us, and we lost it if we messed up, and your mom made you earn it Mm -hmm. over time. So how was, how did that work exactly? Like, how did you earn it? Um, I never had to earn respect as a kid. I was just given all of it. I was given freedom. I wasn't having to earn mm -hmm. it. So how do you, how would you, how'd you go about like earning that levels of freedom? Cause I never had to like test it. Um, I don't know, to be honest, because I never really did because, oh, um, <laughs> because, okay, <laughs> um, oh, mom, stop listening. <laughs> I don't mean to roast you. I love you very much. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, oh, she texted you. <laughs> yeah, she just texted me. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so... I don't know. I think my like upbringing was like a mix of things. Like I was really shy and really anxious, so mm-hmm. I didn't really have friends to begin with. So I never really had like the opportunity to go out, even if I wanted to. Right. 
Um, but if I had wanted to, I probably wouldn't have been yeah. <laughs> allowed to. Well, another big thing that we've talked about a little bit is you guys have a lot more religion around your family than mine does, which does become a culprit for a lot of those kind of like strict rules in a lot of households because mm-hmm. they, they follow strictly to like Bible guidelines and things like that as well, which does come into play. I guess your family follows a lot stricter rules towards that stuff than mine does. Not like super, super yeah. strict, like crazy, but a lot more than mine does because mine doesn't follow any of it. Like my direct mm-hmm. family, my grandparents and stuff do, but yeah, but yeah. See, like as with me, my the way mom had had us raised was if we we were like adults by sixteen, like legally we're adults by eighteen, but in mom's mind we're adults by sixteen, and what she meant by that was like. If you didn't know, like whatever you teach your kids, you have to teach them by the time they're 16 because they're able to leave at that point. They can Mm -hmm. go and live on their own. They can do what they want type of thing. And like they can go do stuff. And like if they're not able to cook and clean and treat people with respect and talk to people to get jobs and present themselves like professionally and show up on time and do all these different things you have to instill in them as kids, then they end up like, being like free range crazy dudes mm-hmm. so mom instilled these things in us when we were young so that by the time we got to high school she's like all right let's see if you guys paid attention to what i taught you yeah and if you didn't then you're gonna start to lose stuff and like we never alicia was obviously listening alicia you know you were way more way more following the line than i was mm-hmm. but like yeah we were just given the super long rope and whenever mom felt a little bit scared she'd pull the rope a little bit and pull us back but never made us pull our own mm-hmm. rope kind of thing yeah whereas we were the other way we started with a short leash and mm-hmm. had to earn our way up to a longer one yeah which is a very different dynamic when did you first notice that did you notice when you were younger or did you like notice when you got older um i think probably when i was younger mm. not in like that exact wording i guess right. but i definitely like um like probably around like grade eight mm-hmm. early high school late like middle school probably Hmm. um is like around the time where i notice like oh like mom is parenting us kind of differently than Mm -hmm. other kids are parented um Mm. yeah like just different things like if i wanted to go to a friend's house it was like while you were already out once this week you don't need to go out again right or like just like kind of in my mind like silly things like that yeah. <laughs> like yeah, no see, offense like, mom <laughs> yeah see that's kind of crazy because like i in high school i had my buddy eric my buddy caleb lived here mm-hmm. in, the, in the part in like the, the apartment that we're in which is a very small room but it was all three yeah. of us living <laughs> in one room because well K- eric lived here because there was a far drive back and forth between concord and here to get to schools in the morning and whatnot and we just like hung out and stuff but mom did not care like she welcomed it she was like yeah it's way easier for you guys to live here than to live at your own houses yeah so we just like all hung out here and like just like it's it like when we talk about stuff it's honestly kind of like i have like to like take a step back sometimes when i say stuff because i'm just like wait you don't you don't know that level of mm-hmm. like being able to just like do whatever kind of thing because like sometimes like oh yeah we did this and i was like cast doesn't know yeah. that <laughs> thing like one of the things we did as little hood rat stuff as i like to call it hood rat things <laughs> in high school that cast never did until we started hanging out was um a really fun thing to do if you've never done it is causes next to no harm so it's totally fine but if you don't do it at the water tower in Hanover that's on 14th street, cause there's too many houses nearby. <laughs> but if you do it at water towers that don't have houses nearby, I recommend the ones in Walkerton. If you throw rocks off of them, they make a really, really cool like 
ting echoey pew yeah, it noise. So it's cool. really really cool. <laughs> so Cass had never done that. I've done it probably like a couple hundred times when I was a kid. I didn't like even the know time. that they would have made a weird noise yeah. until you were like, they're never echo. done they're, that. They're hollow. Like, there's yeah. like next to nothing in them really. Yeah. So like, yeah, you just grab a handful of rocks but they're usually on like a dirt road and you just grab a handful of rocks and throw them at it and they mm-hmm. usually gravel around and, and like it just like tings off makes like really really cool noises you didn't hear that from me but <laughs> it's just really cool and like it's just like all these like little random things that sometimes i like just talk about like oh these are stories of what i did during high school that like mm-hmm. i guess you just can't relate on which is like it's like it's weird because i don't get it because like my friends that i was directly with like me and eric and caleb and most of us were like very like what would be considered latchkey kids where we just mm-hmm. had our own key to the house and we can go and come as we pleased because we were like yeah. pretty free reign so like all my stories are just like what to me is so common mm-hmm. but to you it's so foreign and yeah. that just seems so odd to me <laughs> yeah like, it's really weird <laughs> it's crazy yeah hmm. what did you get up to then to, to stay entertained when you weren't allowed to leave the house um nothing i had depression <laughs> I had depression. <laughs> so here, okay, that's, that's interesting because that's something that I was gonna, I was kind of curious about. Do you think that being sheltered, um, like, uh, like what is it, like festered or like boosted your your anxiety to like social anxieties, like um, not being able to go out and try and socialize at a young age to be able to like kind of build that kind of like exterior up, I guess, in a sense. I think it definitely played a part in mm. it for sure not for not obviously like i'm not saying that's the reason why just like yeah no i think it's like a little role a combination of things like right. um my family has a history of mental illness so yeah. it's sort of like a genetic thing for in sure. a way but also i think yeah like how i grew up the environment definitely side of it. yeah definitely yeah. played a part in it huh because I, I always kind of been like curious about that because like i was always like allowed to do stuff and i feel like that's like if I think about it like hardly, I, I always had like times where I'd be going out to do stuff. I'd always be thinking like, would mom be okay with this? Would this be something that mom would be like, okay with which like mom listening to this is probably like, fuck fire up. That's all I wanted was to get that like little mental note in his head. But like all the time I do something like, Oh God, would mom kill me for this? Like I better not <laughs> yeah. do it. But at the same time I do it even now for stuff that doesn't really make sense. And it's not like, mm-hmm. would mom care? It's like, like, would I care? Like all these like little, like would, would people care? Would, would, like, and I wonder if that's like part of like, my own mental like rethinking all the time i constantly am thinking if other people will care how the outcome is as opposed mm-hmm. to how i care about the outcome and like, that kind of like went back to that like always trying to like make sure that whatever i did because i was allowed to do stuff didn't make mom upset because yeah. like i, I think know. um yeah i think i sort of had something similar but like sort of the opposite way i guess like okay i wasn't want al- to make her upset no no <laughs> not like that well sometimes <laughs> but no. Um, no but um like i wasn't really allowed to do a lot of things right so i was still in the same headspace of like oh god i can't do this because mom will be mm, mad because i'm not allowed okay. to do this like sort of the same thing but like not being allowed hmm. to do it so worrying about it interesting yeah <laughs> but yeah so there's a lot of stories that i can't like ask to you because you don't have a story to like mm-hmm. reciprocate for instance like you know what i mean so it's just like it's just it's tough like that i guess sometimes when i'm like try and communicate like what the experience was like and like how to like yeah. experience those types of things and like communicate with you because sometimes you don't have the same yeah, experience like so it's interesting a lot of the experiences yeah. like just like crazy stuff like well to me it seems crazy <laughs> stuff like you talking about going to parties and like yeah. some of the stuff you guys did yeah. as teenagers and i'm like oh like i missed out yeah like, there's a lot of stuff fun. and it's it's weird too because like i'll say stuff 
and not realize that it's anything. Like, oh yeah, I went to this party and like my buddy jumped on a pool table and smashed it or something. You're like, what? That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah he did it a couple of times. It's like, it's like yeah, a common like, thing. There's so, man, so much stuff that to you is just like mm-hmm. not a big deal. But to me, yeah. it's like, what do you mean you did that? Like, that's yeah. crazy. See, now I don't remember because again, my parents are split. So it's another big factor difference too because it was, a, it was mom versus me in a sense, right? There wasn't a two-on-one kind of a thing. Like she didn't have a, a backup partner to mm-hmm. take her side on things as easily because dad wasn't in my household and I wasn't in dad's household. So it wasn't like she could get to an argument and be like, dad, come here. This is, he's not listening to what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. then I had two people arguing at me. It's like, okay, I, she can text dad and hope for the best. But like, <laughs> yeah. so there's another like factor with that too. So like there was a bit of a different like kind of understanding because when mom and dad split, I they had like mom kind of had to like, take this understanding of like, okay, I have to like be his friend more than his parent right now because like there's a lot of shit going on. He like does not see me as a parent right now because he's mm-hmm. like mad and like all frustrated with all this going on. So like with all this, oh, Jersey's meowing at the door. Oh, um, I was like, where is she? <laughs> yeah, so I'll get her in a second. But yeah, so with all that going on, mom had to like take a different step back. I think because she went on the friend role as opposed to like the mom role when I went to high school, it was all kind of a perfect mixture because it was grade nine when that happened. That when she decided to take the friend role over the parental kind of side when it came to high school, it made it a lot easier and a lot more comfortable for me to come to her to tell her stuff that had happened. If I mm-hmm. had done something, if I had tried something, if I had got myself into a predicament or any of these types of things, it was a lot easier for me to be like, mom, like I fucked up, like I need help. As mm-hmm. opposed to being like, oh no, like mom's gonna be mad because like it's mom. It's like, no, it's like, it's Carolyn. She's my friend. Like that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, like, is that? Yeah. I didn't grab the cat, but yeah. Well, like, your mom was a mom figure or was she a friend figure she was definitely more like my mom than anything um and it's interesting that you were talking about um like it was different because you like i would have had two parents Mm -hmm. versus one but i still didn't really to be honest like like dad was very much like the chill chill dude chill dude yeah so he was not the rule enforcer for sure (laughs) whereas mom was yeah so yeah like anytime i can think of growing up like something happening it was always like i was worried about mom finding out or i was worried about like what I was going to say to mom about something or whatever, right. you know, it was never like, Oh, what's dad going to say? Like, dad doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. See, like dad never had like a reaction when I was a kid. I don't ever remember dad having all that much of a reaction, but like, it's just the, like the mental side of knowing somebody else is there to be on their side. Mm-hmm. Like mom just didn't have anybody on their side. And yeah, like, that's true. On, and like, it's, it's, it also, I guess it's a bit different too. Cause it was, a mom and a son as opposed to a mom and a daughter like i was yeah it's harder for her to like relate to a lot of the same mental struggles that i'm having and vice versa like how you were mm-hmm. saying now you and your mom are a lot closer because you guys have similar mental health related issues that you guys are getting through to like kind of together because you're going through it at the same times mm-hmm. and that's making it so you guys are now on that friend role that mom and i were at in grade nine mm-hmm. so it's like now you're seeing how i was kind of in a sense at the beginning where i was able to like communicate with mom and just talk about like whatever and like that kind of thing you or guys are at that now when yeah. I was when we had that not like just because like we like mom didn't have or maybe she does I have no idea didn't have mental health stuff to get over or mm-hmm. didn't understand it or didn't any of that kind of stuff so it was a whole like different conflict in itself which you've talked about before like, yeah like in high school um mom didn't really realize I think that mm-hmm. she had like how much mental health stuff she had going on um yeah ow 
Jersey just scratched me. She's Ow. vicious. Um, Ow. Yeah, so <laughs> it, we sort of like butt heads in that way, I guess. Um, like, I didn't really, neither of us realized that she had mental health, and that's right. why she was like acting the way she was acting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just saw it as like, oh, she's like a jerk. She, she doesn't get mean, me. Like, yeah, whatever's going whatever, on. Yeah. yeah. Or like, I, I sort of made assumptions about how she viewed me, I guess. Like, like, like I said, I kind of joke about it, but it is pretty serious. I had depression in high mm-hmm. school and yeah. So I, I always thought like, oh, she just thinks I'm lazy or she just thinks like I'm an emotional teenager or whatever it yeah. is. And she might've thought those things. I don't know, but really it was just mental health that she Mm -hmm. didn't realize and she had her own mental health and that's like why she was acting the way she was and yeah so we definitely like butt heads a lot over that stuff in high school so i wonder if the mental health really paid like they've played much of like a role into the strictness of what you had because if because your mom had a lot more like anxieties of what was going on with you than my mom because my mom would be like oh yeah he's off at a party like he'll be back sometime around one o'clock like there wasn't this anxiety he's like i need to know when they're home where they're gonna be who's gonna be like your mom has like like a different like my mom mom doesn't have those kind of anxieties of things Mm -hmm. which is something that is like a different like upbringing i guess that's part of this the uh the strictness because you get more strict when you're more anxious of stuff going on like you never know mom didn't have those fears i guess right yeah exactly so i think it was more just like me being young and her not necessarily fully understanding her mental health issues um we just had a hard time communicating because Mm -hmm. we both felt different things and we didn't really understand each other and neither of us knew how to explain that to the other one really i think so yeah Yeah, it was a very tough communication yeah barrier so yeah i think i think um like her mental health issues definitely played a role in in how she parented and I, mm-hmm. like i don't want to go too much into it like no, i don't want to tell everybody all her secrets no, 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 like, of course, but, yeah. but yeah i do think it definitely played a part in in how i grew up and how i was raised and well yeah like just you can only imagine like take taking it being a family member out from the side of it if, if you're anxious of things of what's going on and stuff you're going to be making a lot more rules to make your kids have less freedoms mm-hmm. if you're scared of what's going on like if you're worried of things happening or you're thinking of things that are be worried and that's an an anxiety driven thing where you mm-hmm. think of things that could be issues and stuff but it's one of those things where it's an anxiety brain versus non-anxiety brain is like anxiety brains like oh what if they get in a car accident but the non-anxiety is like they're not going to get in a car accident yeah. you just don't think about the negative but you always mm-hmm. think what could happen as opposed to this isn't going to mm-hmm. and you just think it won't but those are the things I mean, when you're a parent with a young kids and like it's the it was the early 2000s when like there's a lot of like kidnapping stuff going on a little mm-hmm. bit too so let's not be real yeah like, there's and a lot of stuff going on there too yeah and now that i'm an adult like like as a teenager i i think i had a lot of like resentment towards her for mm. just like different things but mm-hmm. now that i'm an adult i can see more clearly like understand why she yeah raised me the way she did they um, say that a lot like when you start to grow up you really understand why your parents did what they did and said what they said mm-hmm. some of the stuff you really never you just understand like, but yeah i think it's just like you sort of gain a new perspective on things um well you grow up and you realize like some things some decisions have to be made to prioritize other things mm-hmm. and sometimes it's, it's not necessarily on the benefit of the kid and it has to be done in a in a way that needs to be done right mm-hmm. like 
whether you like it or not kind of thing yeah well even just like back to the topic mm-hmm. like with how strict she was like as a kid i was like this is stupid like like i don't understand why she has so many rules and all this stuff but then now as an adult i can see like oh like that was clearly more her anxiety than anything mm-hmm. though like her her rules, her and, stuff. rules and stuff yeah see like i it's so hard because like i honestly and we've done this before where like i tried to think of like the rules that i had growing up but i can't think of them like mm-hmm. i don't know what rules i had because i didn't have rules like yeah. i don't remember them like i don't it was more just like common sense yeah it was like <laughs> i just had like, like basic stuff like don't I, be stupid <laughs> yeah like i i kind of was raised with the mentality of like if you climb a tree and you're gonna know if you fall out and you're gonna hurt your arm the only way you find out is if you fall out and you're gonna mm-hmm. hurt your arm like that's the way you find you learn stuff like you can't just tell everybody how things are gonna yeah, out, all I the think, outcomes yeah i think that's a that was a big part of me Stop growing up so was or like a big difference between us um was i sort of i feel like i wasn't really allowed to learn things by myself through experiencing mm. them i was just told like you're told don't the climb the tree because yeah. you're gonna break your arm yeah whereas you were like climb the tree yeah. you're gonna break your arm you're yeah gonna, you're gonna find out what happens and yeah you exactly do it again. <laughs> yeah like i remember there's a story that i'll never like not a story like it's like just the history from when we were kids there was this china cabinet kind of thing in my grandma's house my grandma rita's house and the way her house is, is set up it's basically think of like a u and the u goes around like the staircase but at the end of the u there's like a china cabinet so you'd come running around for those of you on youtube you can see for those of you that aren't you're not gonna be able to see it so too bad anyway so you'd come around it and um, come around into the living room like that and it was like mm-hmm. right right here so we would come running around there as kids, but there was like a decorative piece of wood that went around it. That was right at like, now it's at about thigh height, right about hip height. So it's, it's still in a horrible spot. You're still going to hit your <laughs> hip on it. But before it was right on like corner of the head height. Like when you're a little yeah. kid running around, we weren't told to not run around in the house. We found out when we smashed our head off that thing a couple of times, <laughs> then we stopped running around the house like that. Yeah. Like though that's like that's how we were like we were told once. We were told that's how it worked. We weren't like not told. We were told once. This is what the outcome is. If you climb the tree, you could fall out and break your arm. That's mm-hmm. the risk. You know what the risk is, so go for it. Now that you know the risk. Yeah. And that's what it was. The risk was you'd hit your head. So now that we know the risk, we're gonna keep going for it until that risk starts to be too much of a risk for mm-hmm. us. And you'd smack your head four or five times in one night and you're like, All right too much risk that's enough <laughs> yeah. i'm concussed for the night no more running around yeah and like that's what it was as opposed to being like don't fall because you will break your arm it's like mm-hmm. that's what the possible risk is the worst case scenario is you fall out and you break your neck or something that's mm-hmm. not likely gonna happen you're gonna break your arm before you break your neck yeah. likely. so like but yeah it's just and that's how a lot of it was i remember there's the best story is now mom isn't proud of this one because she has nothing to do with it it was to do with dad but anyway so dad if you <laughs> listen to this shout out to you um jersey don't you dare <laughs> um we used to live in kitchener until i was three years old and uh dad let alicia and i go to get uh candy at the mall or right near the mall because we live near the mall in uh, kitchener if the I forget what it is, Fairview Mall or something like that, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we used to live near there. So my sister and I walked there. Now, like I just said, we lived in Kitchener until I was three. So my sister and I walked there, and she's a couple years older than I am. So a five-year-old and a three-year-old walked together mm-hmm. hand-in-hand by themselves to the candy store in Kitchener yeah, that's in crazy. 2001 <laughs> like, or, ni- or 2000. <laughs> like that's like there, And there was no thought about mm-hmm. it. Just sent out, go get candy, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Right? Yeah, like, like I remember I have a friend that lives around the corner from me, Josh, Joshua. Shadow Josh. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't listen, but Well, he's cool on guy. the Instagram and stuff. There he is. <laughs> yeah. Um 
but yeah he lives around the corner from me and he always has growing up Mm -hmm. um so we like i would walk to the corner to meet him and him and i would walk to max together to get frosters and stuff yeah but that wasn't until like probably at least grade six like we were older Mm -hmm. and like by the time i was allowed to do that so right yeah see that's crazy because i was like that's well that's not like crazy because that's like a pretty average age to be able to actually go out and participate in things like that like that's like a pretty comfortable age i guess Mm -hmm. for kids to be doing so how old are you in grade six that's like that's like eight or nine isn't it um because you're like 13 in grade 12 or grade eight or in grade eight you're 13 14 yeah so grade seven you're 12 13 so grade 11 12 you're around there whatever it is 10, 11. Yeah, something like so that. Yeah, it's 10, 11. So eight, yeah, eight, it could have been. 8 and 11. It could have been a few years younger than that, but still, somewhere still, around there. Still, that's pretty like that's yeah, yeah, that's like that's that's more fair. I can I can get on board with that kind of thing. That's I can get on board with that. Three and yeah. five is a little much. Like yeah. even mom's like, okay, I didn't approve of that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not. Don't put me roped in that. So I'm not going to. But but yeah, I mean, and like there's a couple things like going back with the strict versus like not strict parents thing. Like going back, would I change whether mom? and dad were more strict in some cases i think it'd be cool like just because like i wish they had pushed me to actually like do my work more and mm-hmm. things like that but they knew like like it's, it's not that's not what i was doing you know what i mean like it's like it's not gonna work to like force kids into doing stuff that isn't mm-hmm. gonna work because i wasn't that kind of learner i didn't just sit down and did stuff so it was tough for me to like try harder in school and all this stuff because a lot of it wasn't like real like easy for me to learn from so like i do wish that mom and dad were like harder on me to like try harder in school and stuff but at the same time like i don't think i would have still because i feel like i'm i didn't do well in school because i didn't like not that i didn't take it seriously but it was hard so i like Mm -hmm. had a tough time actually trying so because of that like i just didn't bother and so like there's a couple like because of like like, things like that i wouldn't probably wouldn't really change it because i'm i'm at where i am now because of it you know Mm -hmm but yeah. i don't know how 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 like dad's wasn't very strict i don't think he's a pretty big goofball mm-hmm. i don't think my dad's very strict <laughs> yeah. he's never been very strict I, I was terrified as all hell though to tell him that i smoked cigarettes once <laughs> oh my god i was scared <laughs> and what what did he do he didn't really have much of a reaction the reason why i was scared was because dad smoked like he used yeah. to smoke cigarettes and mom convinced not to convince him she basically said like if you want to have kids you gotta stop smoking because it's too expensive and i don't want them dying mm-hmm. and so <laughs> um and so then dad's like uh, so i told him i was like yeah like i tried smoking i was in grade nine when this had happened and i don't remember his reaction of it to be totally honest i don't want to like put words in his mouth for what his reaction was but i do remember him like just being like like that's just stupid yeah like why like like if there's anything you're gonna try why like you know that it's just stupid like (laughs) there's no benefit to it it's just dumb like it was more so just like like why Mm-hmm. Like it was more so it's like what the hell's wrong with you kind of like reaction more so than like a disappointment or upset or anything like that. He was just like you're just dumb. Like yeah. you know how <laughs> dumb that is. Like you've seen everyone around you that smoked is just dying. Like why would you bother? It's dumb. Mm-hmm. But he never had any like reaction. Same with like when I told mom and dad about when I first started cannabis or first tried cannabis in grade nine. Uh, no reaction to it. I remember here's a here's a representation of the leniency that I had when I was in high school. When I first started trying marijuana and Carolyn, I told Carolyn about it. She said, now this was before it was legal. Ooh, da, 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 da. <laughs> um, she said to me, she goes, I have no issue with you doing it because I don't really understand why it's illegal, but it is illegal. So if you get caught with it, I don't know you. 
<laughs> I have nothing to do with this. I don't know yeah. anything about it. And you're getting charged and I have nothing to do. I have no information about mm-hmm. it. This is new news to me. She's like, I don't understand why it is illegal. It's none of my business. That's the rules though. Mm-hmm. So just as if alcohol was, if this was, if I was being raised during the prohibition when alcohol was illegal, same thing. Doesn't yeah. make like it doesn't make sense that it's illegal, but it is. So that's a no. So like, that's mm-hmm. why she was like, "Don't do it," but yeah. didn't care. She was like, "I don't get it." But that's like the like. So she didn't care. And that was like grade ten. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's because like more so just the understanding that I wasn't like being stupid about it. Like I wasn't doing drugs or or getting drunk and stuff and driving or doing this mm-hmm. and going to school or doing this and going to all these different activities like with like where I, where I needed to be level-headed and all these things like I wasn't being reckless and I mm-hmm. wasn't being taking advantage of the rules I was given that's the thing I didn't take advantage of it mm-hmm. I guess that's now 28 minutes in that's the main kicker as to why mom, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mom never pulled the leash back in was because I never took advantage of how long that leash was mm-hmm because if I did, I'd fuck, it'd be cut, be cut, yank my ass back <laughs> yeah. for sure. I'd have yeah. no leash. Oh, shit. I'd have no leash. Yeah. I think the biggest thing um, with like having strict parents is I think almost always, unless your child has anxiety, like, mm-hmm. like yours really. <laughs> but yeah. I think it's really just asking for your kids to do the exact opposite of what you're trying to do. It builds like, up a lot of resentment. Yeah, exactly. Like they're going to resent you and they're going to just be mad and be like, well, you're not going to let me go to the party, but I want to go. So I'm just going to sneak out and go mm-hmm. anyways. And they're going to be stupid about it and drive home drunk or get somebody else that's drunk to drive them home yeah. or whatever, because they can't ask you to come pick them up and Mm -hmm. like it just creates a lot of sneaking around and like distrust between Mm -hmm. you and your kids yeah i think that the a big main thing is you need to be a parent until they're in high school then you need to be their friend because there's a lot of stuff that goes on in high school Mm -hmm. and friends high school friends quotes whatever you want to call it come in and out of people's lives and Mm -hmm. they need like a true friend and that's who your parents are supposed to be and if they're if they can't talk to their parents about things and they can't talk to friends about things because they don't have friends or whatever's going on, then it just becomes a lot of issues. So mm-hmm. you need to be communicative and at least just let their kids understand they can talk about shit or like be mm-hmm. open to be able to do things and like try stuff and whatever. Like And not only like telling them you can tell me anything mm-hmm. but also showing them that like yeah. when they do come to you with things like if you're just snapping at them or getting mad mm-hmm. at them or grounding them or whatever it is anytime they bring something to you then obviously they're not going to tell you things mm-hmm. if you're just getting mad at them so it's i know i say this all the time but you have to like lead by example yeah and like Absolutely. prove to them the things that you're saying mm-hmm. not just say them yeah well like i just like if that's definitely true that the leading by example thing is the huge like you have to show them that you're going that you're an active listener mm-hmm. so that they're willing to be an active like talker to you yeah. but the other thing is like that i one thing big heads up to anybody that's a parent if your kid comes to you and tells you something and goes oh don't tell the other parent that's one it doesn't matter if you tell your parent that's one thing but the other parent do not bring the thing up Mm-mm. like the amount of times that's happening you have when to I was act kid, like you don't know you have you don't know or just don't tell the other parent because there's a reason why they told you mm-hmm. like it's, it's not most of the time the secret they're telling you is not that big of a secret like oh don't tell mom but i mean i uh i borrowed my friend's t-shirt and i didn't give it back to him mm-hmm. I was like, oh i won't tell him that kid don't worry like, yeah. like some like random stuff or it's gonna be like something that they don't want them to know because something that's like personal or whatever yeah. it is and like don't 
freaking spreadsheet. Like that's not going to help your kids' yeah. trust issues if your parents aren't trustworthy. Like mm-hmm. spreading your gossip around. Like how helpful is that? Yeah. Like if a daughter comes to a mom and is like, "Mom, I got my first period. Don't yeah. tell dad." Then... And then dad comes down for breakfast. Oh, big girl, <laughs> heard you're on the bleed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's oh like, boy. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, we got a full woman here. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the dad doesn't need to know. He knows yeah. it's going to happen at some point. Like yeah. that's none of his business. It's fucking, <laughs> like, yeah. It's part of like you know nature yeah like, you know i mean it's part <laughs> of the know. nature of the beast that's how it goes but like yeah. yeah you don't need to be that's the thing is like there's that's why they come to you one-on-one to tell you something mm-hmm. is because they don't want everybody else in the whole world to know if they want yeah. the whole world to know they'd freaking put a facebook post about it and tag you in it okay <laughs> yeah. like for real they like and that's a big issue is not having a real level of trust about being able to talk to like and that becomes a very big issue because then you get to a point if it gets like not doesn't always but if it gets to a point where you're extremely down and you have no one to turn to no one to talk to and you can't talk to your parents because they either don't believe you or don't talk don't listen to it don't take it seriously all these other mm-hmm. things there's only one out- outcome from those things it's usually suicide so that's another like yeah. don't be too hard on your kids like mm-hmm. give them a bit of space and be understanding in a way that like yeah if your teenager just seems like moody like it, it might not just be teenager mm. moodiness and like just because something is like oh like my friend's being rude and you think well that's not a big deal like whatever like mm-hmm. it's a big deal to them if if they're acting like it's a big deal to them it is and treat it like that because yeah. to them their friends are everything in high school or whatever it is mm-hmm. right like see i feel like i was really blessed to have an ece as a mm-hmm. mom just because you had like a different well not only that but mom's an ece like like if you've seen the podcast where i did an interview with her before we switched over to keeping it real um, I did an interview with her, but, and we'll probably do another one at some point again, obviously for sure on this podcast, we just haven't got there yet. And, um, oh, big stretch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but what I talked about with her, with being an ECE is she's not only an ECE, but she's a ECE for kids with like, like spe- not like special needs, but like, l- like different learning styles and stuff like that. I believe it, what it is like specialized learning type of stuff like that. So it was very mm-hmm. helpful with me. Cause I'm like a freaking bit of a derp. So it's <laughs> helpful not, with me. Like learn different. Exactly. Which is what I mean. Like, it's just like, it's stereo- like not a stereotypical type of learning. And so with that, it was very helpful. And like, because of that, oh, I was trying to figure out what this freaking, there's a part where there's a Sorry. really big part of it with this freaking jersey's been distracting me messing around. Having your here. mom be in an ECE. Yeah, so that was a big part of it. Was with, with some of her learnings and things that she did was, I'd get upset at school with someone like bugging me, bullying me, something like that, and I'd come home and I'd lash out at mom. Like I'd get angry at mom because like something would happen, and then she, I'd get mad at her, and I'd get like upset at her because I had nowhere else to get mad because I couldn't get mad at the guy at school because I get suspended, I get in trouble. So like I had mm-hmm. to like take all this anger and, and frustration and things home, and I'd get like, I'd get upset, but I wouldn't like. I would just like get mad, like just frustrated, mad for like no reason. And mom had said it during that podcast that like she had to understand like this anger isn't at me. It's at somebody else, but I'm the one that has to deal with it because that's what happens when you're a parent. Like mm-hmm. you have to deal, like unfortunately that's how it goes. You deal yeah. with these types of things because that's, that's what being a parent is about. And like she knew, she's like, yeah, you, I knew you didn't mean any, any of it. Like it's not about me. None of it was about me. You're mad at your principal. You're mad about, mm-hmm. cause like, I'd get upset and I'd be like talking to myself that I'd be upset, like saying things like, Oh, so dumb. You never really listened to me. But all this stuff. And it's like, what are you even talking about? Like, I listen to you all the time. Like, you're not, mm-hmm. this is obviously not about me. Like, yeah. And just like a stereotypical, like out of, you just bit me. Bye kitty. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah. And like, 
I think that's a big part of it was if your kids do come frustrated with things from school, because a lot of times you get things from school and from work when you come back, when you're frustrated, like, can you stop biting me? And you get like really frustrated and things. And the way that you handle it as a parent speaks a lot. And if you get upset at them, that doesn't help. Yeah. Getting more upset at somebody does not like adding more fuel to the fire is not going to help the situation. Mm-hmm. They're going to get more upset. And again, like we said before, it's going to build up on that. No licking your cooter on stream. <laughs> None of that. And um, and that's just going to build up more of that disconnection between mm-hmm. you and your parents and that level of trust and all that kind of stuff. And you don't want that. Yeah. Talk to them. Listen to them. Like, actually listen to them. Like, put your phone away. A lot of parents have an issue with that now with mm-hmm. tech and everything. Like, put your phones away. Like, you bunch of boomers. Put your phone away. <laughs> and, like, listen to what your kids have to say. Because, yeah. like, it's some serious stuff. Like Something that I was really appreciative of I said that weird appreciative appreciative appreciated no I can't right. say it at all anyways, anyways appreciative um, of. was <laughs> that mom always said that I could blame her for anything or use her as an excuse for anything mm. so like if there's somebody saying like asking to hang out and I really didn't like that mm. person or I didn't feel like it I could be like oh yeah just let me check my mom and then it'd be like five minutes later oh she said no sorry yeah. like she didn't mind like being the bad guy in my friend's eyes yeah. if she had to be to make me more comfortable so that was mm. something that I was really happy that's that a, she yeah. did that <laughs> that's kind of like that's kind of similar how like with like what mom was just saying a bit different but kind of similar with like taking a bit of the like crap from your kids like mm-hmm. some of the like secondhand crap that isn't yeah. like direct because you're the parent like you're yeah. that's what it's, it's like oh i'm their parent so now i'm the dickhead because yeah i'm all they're not allowed to go that's yeah. fine though <laughs> like oh darn i'm the bad guy yeah. oops darn that sucks a bunch of seven-year-olds don't like me Ooh. yeah you know what i mean like, yeah exactly and that's like, exactly how it is but at the same time then like now you're not anxious and at some birthday party or whatever it is or something like yeah. that like whatever the situation is yeah, like I, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have that because I didn't have those like social anxieties with like being at things and like having mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But I used to like fake sick all the time whenever I want to go home. Mom be like, oh yeah, I could tell you're fake. You're not actually sick. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's get back home. Yeah, I never, I don't think I ever faked sick to get out of school because I, I knew mom would know. <laughs> like she, she would clock it immediately. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'd, a good actress. <laughs> see, I would fake sick, but what happened was I'd fake sick and then mom's like, all right, well, if you're faking sick today, you can't go to hockey practice next week. I'm like, <laughs> That's n- what <laughs> i'm like that's a week away she's like yeah but no if you're sick you'll be sick in a week i'm like what yeah. <laughs> no she's like yeah you're really not that sick are you get to school i'm like oh shit okay i guess i had to yeah. straight up cancer in order to get any time off school <laughs> that's why i got suspended so much those are my sick days oh, God. i just had to go to school i'd come to school with like a real bad like flu and i'm like oh i gotta get in a fight because i know i'm not getting any sick days <laughs> sure <laughs> like, yeah that's exactly oh, how it happened God. Okay. Would you have rather had less strict? Um, is the ending note? It's hard to say because I don't know what that would have been like. But just from hearing other people's stories, I think probably yes. Mm. To be honest, um, but I feel like it could have been nice. Yeah, some lean, <laughs> not like, not necessarily like less strict, but more, but less, like a bit more leniency, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like a bit more trust, because, like, I mean, I've never been around, but I've never. I don't understand the parenting style of work to get trust, but then they never be able to get it. Mm -hmm. But that I've never under, that's like, that's just building like, like, um, 
uh, I don't know, like trust issue kind of things because you, you mm-hmm. never, you're never good enough to get yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like you get that mentality, like you're never working hard enough to get the appreciation you deserve mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem right. Yeah. But also I don't think you should just let your kid go off and freaking try meth in grade nine because no. they should be allowed to just do whatever they want because you're free will. Like no. that's not right either. Yeah, you need to I have think, a good like balance and keep your kid in line. Yeah. I think it's, it's a very fine line finding that balance and, mm-hmm. and you know, making sure your kid is still parented. You're still their parent. Yeah. You have to teach them things and parent them, but still not be so like, helicopter parent that Mm -hmm. like they can't do anything either you know like they have to be able to learn from their mistakes but only to some extent (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah like it's it's all that's what life is life's about learning right and Mm -hmm. i hate that we have not trying to throw shit on our parents generation but our parents' generations are the ones that go, oh, man, you guys are soft as hell. You guys don't snowflakes. even... Snowflakes. You, you snowflakes. You guys don't even drink out of hoses anymore. But then the second that one of us try and grab a hose, our parents are like, oh, don't touch that hose. You're going to get cancer. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. What do you want from us? Yeah. Right? No wonder we have freaking like, depression and shit. Like, yeah. we got, our brains are messed up because of you guys. Because you're telling us one thing. You're telling us another thing. Yeah. What's happening here? But that's it's yeah. it's true. Like it's Life's about learning, right? Every mm-hmm. day's new adventures then like the saying you learn something new every day is probably like the truest saying i've, I've ever heard to be totally honest like I, mm-hmm. I hear that all the time i say it all the time because you literally do learn yeah something random all the time that's that's what it is about having kids too is learning new stuff about them and making sure that you adapt as well don't stick to a set idea of what parenting is because it's mm-hmm. not not yeah. what it is you know and i think at the end of the day everybody's parents are well not everybody but for the most part parents are just trying their best and it's got to be really really Mm -hmm. hard to be a parent yeah and finding that balance of like i feel like you're always gonna mess your kids up (laughs) like there's always gonna be some sort of there's no there's no wrong there's no rule book to it there's no help like there's there's millions of books but there's nothing that that's actually helpful because none of those books are specific to what your family will be like and your dynamic and stuff and what values you want to hold and whatever it is so i think the main thing is is make sure that you teach your kids regardless if you're strict or if you're lenient to teach your kids to be good people and to Mm -hmm. communicate because teach your young boys to communicate especially because they need to not be little fucking messed up mental head cases when they're older and killing everybody (laughs) and uh and talk to your young girls so that they don't have stressed out like hormonal issues during high school and have no one to talk to mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of like everyone has their ups and downs and every yeah time and you need to make sure that you're able to talk at all those times so strict parent or lenient parent let us know what your parents were like yeah now you know what ours were if you, you made share it to similar the stories to us yeah and yeah. thanks everybody for all the uh all the support on the polls and everything on instagram mm-hmm. there was like 10 votes on each poll which was yeah. pretty crazy like everyone was going off on them so it seemed like you guys really liked that. Um, and like I said, again, at the beginning of the podcast, all of these topics will get covered at some point. So Jersey just hopped no up. No way. No way. This is the best Perfect day of my way life. To end. This Go. is the best day of my life. Hi, Jersey. No, stay with me. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Bye. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Keeping It Real. You made it this far, so hopefully that means you enjoyed. So you should probably just follow or subscribe to us wherever you're listening to Might this well. on plenty of platforms. We're everywhere now. Um, and that way you get a little notification every single time an episode goes up. Yeah. And let us know what you thought about this week's topic. If you agreed with our thoughts, if you disagreed, uh, if we missed any facts, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Be sure to check that out on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know someone else who might like this podcast, then bring him next week. Might as well bring a friend. Yeah, it's always more the merrier. Yeah. Find us on social media at Keems and Cass for behind the scenes content, sneak peeks, the fun little... All the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff, you know. It's the best way for you to not miss anything as well as for you to get in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Until next week, everyone. See us. Bye.